I love to praise him. He's worthy. I know that much. He's worthy. Well, here we are on the Lord's day and we are almost at the closing end of another year. God has been good to us. God has brought us a mighty long way in 2021. And we are expecting and looking for God to do even greater things in accordance to his will in our lives as a congregation, just as a whole, because he's God. And whatever his will is, that's what we desire. Before I get into my lesson this morning, Brother Mac, Brother Mac McGowan, I'm going to ask if you'll come forward, sir. Denise, good to see you. Amen. Been praying for you, praying Amen. for your family. Just happy to have you back. Amen. That, that, that row ain't the same without you sitting there. That row isn't the same, so it's good to see you. We were just talking about it. We didn't think you were going to be here. So I'm happy to see you, girl. Happy to see you. Uh, this morning, talking about a subject, you know, it, it's, it's not popular but it's scripture. And it's a subject matter that sad to say many congregations have strayed away from because we've allowed the friendship of the world and we've allowed personal friendships and everything to come between what God commands and what God would have versus doing God's will. And I, I explain to people all the time, I would like to be the friendliest person in the world to each and every member. But don't try me with the word of God. Because God comes first. And if, and if, if God spoke from heaven and said, cut you up, I'll cut you up. It's just that simple. I say, if. We know he don't speak like that. That's right. now, under the Old Testament, it could have happened. Yes, it could have happened. Yeah. I heard a preacher once say, your worst nightmare was for David to come after you. <laughs> because when God told David to do something, you better believe it was done. Yeah. He came after you. Yeah. But it's not a popular subject, but yet it's, 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 a, it's a teaching subject that we all need to understand. And, and be aware of because people have taken this topic and twisted it the wrong way to make it seem like we're, we're promoting something that is not of the word of God. We're promoting the scriptures. Our number one concern for each and every individual is their soul. Let me say that again. Our number one responsibility and our number one care is your soul. Amen. That's the number one thing we're, we're concerned about in the church. You going to heaven. Yeah. Yeah. 
But you can't live any kind of way you want to to go to heaven. And God has so orchestrated this thing. He put he put things in order and people in places to serve in those components to oversee that certain behavior is not tolerated within the church. And there are measures to take when certain behavior is uh, demonstrated according to the authority of the scriptures we have an obligation as overseers, as elders, we must take if we want to remain the church of Christ. Amen. See, many still claim to be the church of Christ, but they don't believe. They say, well, I don't believe uh, in withdrawing from people. Well, you don't believe in what the word of God teaches. That's right. That's right. So this morning, I want to go over. These letters I read, I skipped one name. I, I, I realized I skipped the name of the uh, people that I read at the announcements at the first service. But I'm going to go over the letter, the full letter, uh, so that you can understand. And if there's any question or concern that may arise that we're acting funny. And you know how people talk. You know how people talk. Well, well, well who, who are they to do this? Who are they to do this? You know what? It's not about me. Right. See, don't get me mixed up in the picture. It's about what the word of God says. Mm-hmm. Now, in the scripture text that we're read into your hearing in John 15, John says, this is Jesus speaking. I am the true vine. My father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it might bring forth more fruit. So in verse number two, we see God has no, God, God has no use for people who do not want to bear fruit. Amen. God has no use for them. But it's going to get even more Graphic, not graphic in a nasty way, but a graphic meaning to make sure you understand. To make sure you understand heaven is real and hell is real too. Verse number three. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. So through the obedience of the word, what happens? We are cleansed, right? Yeah. Through the obedience of the word and reading and studying, obeying. That's the key word, obeying. Yeah. Obey. You can read it all day and still be the devil. That's right. That's right. But through your obedience of the word, we are clean. We are, we are in that fellowship. We are walking in the light as he is in the light. Yeah. Yeah. Through the word. Because he is the word. Man. Right? Now, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. Here we, to me, it's clear. You separate yourself from the Lord at the same to say you separate yourself from the church. Because you can't separate the church from Christ and you can't separate Christ from the church. Amen. 
You separate yourself from the church, you can do nothing. Amen. Not that matters to God. Yeah. Which we're speaking spiritual. Yeah. Not of any worth that matters to God. Verse 5. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do what? Amen. Now, do we need a translator for that? It says what it says. It means what it says. There is nothing you can do to make a difference to the Lord that will please him outside of Christ. For without me, you can do nothing. Well, surely that doesn't mean what it says exactly what it means. But yet people still believe they can go out and live a prosperous life in carnal minded worldliness. Maybe you can. But you're going to close your eyes one day, folks. You're going to close your eyes one day. Remember what I said. Our number one concern is your soul. You could still go out there. Some of the biggest devils in the world, they're out there making a lot of money. Some of the biggest liars, the thieves, and, and everything else out there living a, 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 a prosperous life. But they're going to close their eyes one day. They're going to close their eyes and unto what? If Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. And it goes on to say, Verse number six, if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch. He is cast forth as a branch. He's no longer a part of the true vine. Well, if you're no longer a part of the true vine, you are of no worth, of no value to the Lord. You are cast forth as a branch and is withered. You lose life. There's no life in you apart from Jesus Christ. Amen. So how can you stop to think that I can leave the church and still be doing good? I've told you before, I, I, I've talked to people who strayed away and, and not living right. And you ask them, how you doing? They say, I'm doing fine. That, that's a lie. In your carnal thinking, you may be doing all right. Spiritually, you are dead. And you know what? Some of us, we struggle with just telling the truth. The word of God says there is no life in a person who has separated themselves from Christ. He's cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. What is that saying? What awaits the wicked? What awaits the unbelieving? What awaits those that are unfaithful? Hell, right? But we want to act like we don't understand. Verse number seven, 
If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Yeah. Herein is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. So shall ye be my disciples. So in other words, if you abide in the true vine and bear fruit, you are truly a disciple. But what about if you don't bear fruit and you don't abide in his word? You're not his disciple. I don't care what lie you tell. I don't care what lie you tell out there and talk about, well, I'm a, I'm a member of the church. No, you're not. You're unfaithful. But you're not a true disciple. Is that what your Bible read? You might, you might not like it. But that's why I, I, I figure it need to be expounded upon it need to be taught because you got folks in the church who don't like the topic of withdrawal you got people in the church who don't like the topic of uh discipline you don't even like it on your job when all you need to do is do your job but just something about people you don't like to be chastised. You don't like to be disciplined. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you do what you're supposed to do, yeah. there's no need for it. Amen. So let's look at the letter. Why do we send it out to all the other churches of Christ? Because we all supposed to be one. Amen. Amen. That's right. That's right. And to keep somebody from acting a fool over here and then trying to tip over somewhere else and act like an angel like they ain't done nothing. That's right. That's right. That's right. No, the Bible said mark them. Yeah, that's right. Expose them. Yeah. Put it out there. And let everybody know. When all you need to do is repent. Amen. And it's over. But some people choose not to do it God's way. Amen. Well, let, let them say what they want to say about me over there. I'll just run to this congregation. And any congregation that received that person who's been withdrawn from, they are in error. Just the same. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When it comes to the point of being withdrawn from, you know what? That person got some issues. So that's why it's sent out to all the local congregations. You said, well, that's embarrassing. That's the whole point. Amen. To bring you to shame. You, you, you don't see sinning against God embarrassing? You wear the name of Christ, but you, you won't repent and you won't stop living with that man. You won't stop living with that woman. You won't stop living like you and lost your mind out there in the street. You don't find that embarrassing. It, it, it's to promote shame. Amen. But it's in love. Amen. It's in love. 
Brethren, we want you to know that we consider withdrawing a fellowship is an act of love for the soul of man. It is an act of love. Because if we didn't love you, we wouldn't say a word. We'll just let you go on and let you live the righteous life and just die and go to hell. But because we love you, we say something. Why do, why do you think for, for the last year or so, some of these same people, over, the, over a year, we've been saying, write them, call them, yeah. reach out to them. Yeah. Try to encourage them to come back. See, that's why even we got the whole congregation involved so that, you know what, nobody can come back and just say, well, how we know for sure Brother Bobby or Brother Barry really reached out to them? No, because I know we've all been reaching out to them. Yeah. Matter of fact, we've had some of these same folks that said, yeah, I, I, I've gotten the cards. I've gotten the phone calls. I've gotten the text messages. And you know what? They still won't repent. So guess what? You've been just as much a part of the encouragement and reaching out just as we have. Yeah. But a person has to make it up in their mind that they're ready to do what's right. Amen. It's not our job to make them do anything. That's right. So it said, this is an act of love for the soul of man. It is not vengeance, hatred, or vindictive in nature. When you truly love your brothers and sisters, you will not stand by and do nothing while they condemn themselves. That's really what they're doing. Yeah. They're condemning themselves and their influence run counter to the welfare of the church. Mm-hmm. We are the ecclesia, the called out, right? Yeah. The set apart. Yeah. We're a royal priesthood, a peculiar people, right? Man. We're all of these things in the sight of God, which the Bible outlines that that's who we are. We are the light that sit upon the hill. We are the salt of the earth. Amen? Amen. Well, how can I be all of those things if I'm out there living in sin? Therefore, the purpose of withdrawal is restoration. We want the person to repent. That's all we want. You know what, Brother Bobby, myself, and, 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 and many of you, we want the same thing God wanted in 2 Peter 3. Yeah, yeah. All men to be saved. Yeah. That's all we want. Yeah. But it must come by doing it God's way. Luke 13 and 3, what did Jesus say? I tell you nay, except you what? Repent, you shall all likewise what? You just can't keep on living that way and expect the church to say nothing. Therefore, the purpose of withdrawal is restoration. Every effort is to be put forth to restore the Aaron. James 5, 19 and 20. James said, man, you let that person know. He that... Converted one from their error. 
covers a multitude of what? But see, if we sit back and say nothing, and these people can continue to live the way they live and continue doing what they're doing, and they're out there still talking about they associate themselves with the church of Christ, what does that, what kind of slander is that on the Lord's church? Huh? What kind, what kind of operation are they running there at Locust Grove? Where you don't have to be married, you living with this person, or you 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 out there whoremongering around and having sex with everybody you look around and everything, but yet they members of the Church of Christ. Mm-hmm. You have an illicit, illicit and 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 all kind of I call it abnormal, unnatural relationships. Men with men and women with women. And the church sit back and do what? Huh? Is that acceptable unto God? Well, if it's not acceptable unto God, what should be our position? See, some of you still, you don't get it. You don't get it. And you wonder why so many died at the mount, at the mountain when Moses came down. You know, when they build that golden calf, yes, Moses said, whoever's on the Lord's side, come on over here. Yes, and, and, and thousands just stood still. <laughs> and guess what? Thousands died. That's right. I just don't, I just don't feel it right for the church to tell me who I could talk to and who I should. No, you're missing the point. This is from God. God is smarter than you. Amen, Amen, somebody. It is to be done in love and meekness. Amen. Amen. It ain't no brow beating. No, sir. I run into some of these unfaithful folks, and you know what? The only thing I have to say to them is, they say, I know what you're going to say. I said, you're right. I got to say it. Yeah. I said, we're going to get you back in church one way or another. Yeah. I said, you're going to walk back in, or we're going to roll you in there. Yeah. <laughs> One way or another, we're going to get you back. Yeah. But if we got to roll you in, it's too late. Amen. Don't, don't talk to me about football. Don't talk to me about nothing. I'm concerned about your soul. Amen. Well, isn't, isn't that cold? No, 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 no. That's love. Yeah. That's love. That's love. If someone's an alcoholic and you see they they are abusing themselves and you see the the devastation that is occurring in their lives, you don't sit down and have a drink with them. Amen. Amen. Oh, it ain't that quiet in doing communion. Mm-hmm. 
All of this and more has been done in regards to this situation. Much time has been spent and many prayers have been prayed concerning this matter. You've been praying for them? Huh? Have you been praying for them? So this is true then, right? So this is true, right? This matter has been brought before the church and unfortunately it has come to this conclusion. It ain't no secret, folks. Especially when you're forsaking the assembly. You ain't here. Not to mention some of the other stuff you caught up in out there. You're not here, you're not here. It's no secret. So if we don't address why these individuals have the right not to show up, you know what? The devil get in your mind, that's why you decide you hit and miss the way you do. Well, I ain't gone and they better not say nothing to me. Because that's how people are. Shouldn't be, but that's how people are. The leadership on behalf of our Lord Jesus Christ and according to the authority of the Holy Scriptures, Titus 3, 1 through 11, 2 Thessalonians 3. Let's go over to 2 Thessalonians 3. I, I really want to point something out over here. Second Thessalonians found chapter three. Verse number six. Now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye withdraw yourselves from every brother that walketh disorderly and not after the tradition which he received of us. For yourselves know how you ought to follow us. For we behave not ourselves disorderly among you. Neither did we eat any man's bread for naught, but wrought with labor and travel night and day, that we might not be chargeable to any of you. So what did Paul write right here and say? Withdraw from who? From those that walk, how? Disorderly. What do you mean disorderly? Paul said, imitate me as I imitate who? Christ. Not only have we preached unto you how you should live, but guess what? We lived it before you, how you ought to act, how you ought to behave yourself. You marked them. You marked them. Who, who, who don't see it necessary to live and behave in a certain way. Because, see, you let one bad apple hang around. It's, it's going to ruin all, the, all of them in the barrel. Amen. Withdraw yourselves from them. Why? To embarrass them, to shame them, that they might repent and that they may straighten their ways, their behavior up. Amen. 
It's just like teachers, you can understand, or, or, or you raise your children when, when it's more than one child and one misbehaves or whatever, you, you, you pull that child, separate them from the others. Say, so now, you go think about what you're doing. Now, the other ones can keep doing what they're doing. Now, once you give that child time to go think about what they're doing, you have a little talk with them, then they realize, I need to stop acting like that. Amen. Okay, now you can go back and play with the other kids. Yep. But you don't allow them to just stay over there and keep doing the wrong that they're doing. That's right. That's right. Well, if you understand that, you all understand this about a person's soul. Amen. I'm not going to hee-hee and ha-ha with you when I know you're on your way to hell. Is the word of God true? Yes, it is. I'm, I'm just checking. It said the leadership on behalf of our Lord Jesus Christ and according to the authority of the scriptures, Titus 3, 1 through 11, 2 Thessalonians 3, 6, 14 and 15, hereby sadly withdraws from the following member of this congregation because of unfaithfulness to the church, to the word of God, and to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This particular letter is for Jasmine Hunter. It said, Jasmine has forsaken the assembly for an excessive amount of time and has refused to repent for her actions to be restored. This action is taken because there has been no positive response to correct the sinful acts she continues to commit. This action is also taken to bring about restoration. To cause her to be ashamed of the sins and to do what? Repent. To repent. To just simply acknowledge to God, I've been wrong. I allowed myself to be separated from the true vine, thinking that there was another way of doing things. But I've come to realize and recognize Apart from the true vine, I have no hope. I have no life. Amen. That's Bible, folks. Amen. That's Bible. But guess what? No one can make a person repent. No one can make a person repent. To cause her to be ashamed of the sins and repent. Second Thessalonians 3 and 14. It is our prayer that the disciplinary action we have taken will prove to be the means of bringing Jasmine Hunter to repentance. Is that your prayer? Amen. Are you going to keep praying for her? Amen. It doesn't mean you still can't reach out to her. That's right. But the bottom line is the church has to do what it has to do. You need to remind. See, you may you may reach out to one of these individuals and they may have an attitude. They may have an attitude. I don't want to talk to them done folks over there at Locust Grove. Who they think they are. They think they better than everybody else. No, no, no. no. See, this is why I'm going over this letter to explain. You need to explain to them. You don't understand the love we have for you. You don't understand God's love. I need to obey God rather than to try to please you. 
It's not vindictive. It's not that I think I'm better. It's just that I choose to walk the straight and narrow than to be out there on Broadway. And most importantly, you know what you need to remember? If by chance you reach out and one of them have an attitude or they don't receive you well, it's not them you're dealing with. That's right. That's right. Say that. It's that adversary. Yes, sir. It's that adversary. And when you stop and think about it, what all does, what all do these individuals need to do? It ain't like they got to be baptized over again and all that. They just simply need to repent. And you see how much sense it would make to repent. Right now, there's no life in them. Apart from Christ, apart from the true vine, they're dead. They're already dead. To repent would only just restore life back into them. But the adversary would have them to think different. The adversary would want them to think along the, the carnal side. Yeah. Yeah. They think they better than somebody else. I know stuff folks up there in the church has done. Oh, don't, don't think folks won't say it. I know, I know stuff folks up there in the church has done. And you know what? I don't give a flip what you know about people and what they have done. Long as they're still not Doing it. It's a lot of stuff all of us have done. And that's why we came to the Lord to be forgiven. That's why I came to this rehab. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Because I needed help. I recognize, man. This battle out there is bigger than me. Amen. Word of God said, man, you don't even know what you're dealing with out there. Amen. There are principalities, there are powers of the air. There are things out there, forces out there. Ain't no way you could deal with it. Amen. That's why Jesus said, for without me, you could do nothing. There's only one name under heaven. That demons tremble at. And it ain't your name. (laughs) It's the name of Jesus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you need to be able to explain to these individuals if you encounter such a discussion that, look, we're not trying to be mean. We're not trying to be arrogant. We're not trying to, you know, Come at you sideways. This is what the word of God says. Now, when a person don't want to hear what the word of God has to say, you know what? It's really nothing else to talk to them about. You wash your hands and you shake the dust and you move on about your business. It says the congregation here stands ready to forgive her. And welcome her back into the fellowship 
when repentance and confession is made. Second Corinthians 2, 1 through 8. Just that simple. Just that simple. So you can choose to take whatever position you want about it. This is scripture. And we care about their souls. Mentioned Jasmine, the other name, Jonathan Augustine, Ventavius Williams, Tremise Ward, Jaleesa Williams, Sandra Stargell, Caitlin Pullen, Saritha Moss, and Latasha Jewell. Each one will receive a letter. Each one, effective today, is considered to be withdrawn in fellowship. And as I mentioned this morning, I'll say again, we have an obligation and responsibility in enforcing this. Because someone might still be your buddy. Some of them might still be somebody you go out and eat with and chit chat and talk on the phone or text with. No, the only the only dealings you need with these individuals is repentance. It's about getting their soul right. You said, but if that's a family member, how am I supposed to do that? Let me ask you this. When Jesus said. He that loves mother, father, sister, brother, children, kindred more than me is not what? Now, you answer that question. Who has the most meaning in your life? This family member or the Lord? Because I promise you, when you close your eyes and stand in judgment, you ain't going to stand before this family member. That's right. That's right. You will stand before the Lord. Man. If, if it was impossible, if it was hard to do, you know what? We wouldn't be commanded to do it. Man. But the Bible teaches us his commandments are not grievous. Man. They're not grievous. They're not impossible. It's a matter of do you want to do it? Amen. How much do you love? How much do you care about their soul? I'd rather share the tear at their death knowing that there's hope, a chance of them going to heaven than for them to die being withdrawn from knowing heaven would never be their home. Don't say it can't be done. It can be done. It can be done. And if you want to please God, you better do it. So this is where we stand with these individuals. I believe it's nine. We need to keep praying for them. 
Did you hear me? We need to keep praying for them. We need to reach out for them. We're not saying they can't come back. Satan would have them to believe that they shouldn't. Because he wants them to go to hell. But God designed this thing. It's so simple that if you just deny yourself and just repent, all of this just goes away. But your heart got to be right. So with that, we move forward. We move forward. We cannot expect God to bless us when we allow sin to dwell in the camp. Because for a fact, God won't bless us as long as there's sin dwelling in the camp. Let's work together, folks. Let's exhort one another. Let's encourage one another. Unless there'll be more names that come. It's not something we, we, we pride ourselves on doing. Not something that we're in a rush to do. No, it would just be great if people just. People just serve God. And just do the right thing. But if you're going to be a member here at Locust Grove. I can't emphasize this enough. If you're going to be a member here at Locust Grove, you got to be here. We don't, care, we don't carry no inactive role members. You're either going to be active or you're going to be gone. Because there's something for everybody to do. There's room at the foot of the cross for everybody. So make up your mind as as you contemplate and think about your new year resolutions or your new year adventures or whatever. Hey, make up your mind. You're going to be here at Locust Grove. You're going to be held accountable. If you don't like being held accountable, find you somewhere that won't hold you accountable. But if you're going to be here, you're going to be held accountable. Bible said the Lord is coming back for his church, one without spot or wrinkle. Hmm. Think about that. And if judgment first began at the house of God, where shall a sinner and the ungodly appear? Man, this is no joke. This is no plaything. And all I, I, I plan, when, when I stand there, I plan on telling the Lord, I told him. Yeah. I told him. Yeah. Whether you did it or not, hey, I told him. Amen. And it doesn't matter whether you like it or not. Amen. Amen. If the Lord instructs it to be done, you can expect it to be followed. Amen. Here at Locust Grove. Amen. Because my love for God 
comes before my love for you. Amen. Don't matter if you don't never invite me out. Doesn't matter if you don't buy me a birthday gift or a Christmas gift or that. You know what? I serve a God who owns it all. Amen. But I still care about your soul. Amen. I think about, boy, what Moses had to go through. <laughs> what Moses had to go through. But he still loved his people. Amen. When God was getting ready to destroy them on many occasions, it was Moses. Who got his ear yeah. and say, don't do it. Don't do it. But if those people only knew, if they only knew, Jeff, how many of them should have been dead. But it was because of Moses who said, don't do it. Amen. Don't do it. I love you. And that's why I choose to stand on the truth and make it known that's where we're going to be when it comes to serving God. Other places may sell out, but we're not going to sell out here. We're not going to sell out here. We're going to make it. He had brought us this far. You know what? We're going to make it. Amen. 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 You're here today and you haven't surrendered your will to God. You've been operating apart from the true vine. And really and truthfully, you're tired of this world whipping your behind. Because I'm going to tell you, it will whip you. Yes, it will. It's as simple as this, folks. Turn. Repent. Surrender your will to the Lord. Then you'll have some help. Not only physically through your church family, you'll have the greatest help you'll ever need. With God. Think about the promises Jesus made. Matthew 28, 18, 20, well, verse 20, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Look at what we just read in John 15. He said, you know what? You can ask whatever it is in my name and guess what? It will be done. These are assurances. These are promises from the God that we know who cannot lie. But they're not available to you outside of Christ. Not outside of the true vine. You must be connected to the true vine. Amen. Not just a vine, but the true vine. Amen. Surrender your will to it. We teach it, we preach it every week. Hear, believe, repent, confess, be baptized yeah. for the remission of your sins. Yeah. Live faithful. And guess what? Jesus said in John 14 and 1, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house are many mansions. He said, if it weren't so, 
I would have told you. But you know the best part. When I'm feeling down sometime during the week and when I, when I feel like life is trying to get the best of me. I said, man, I cannot afford to allow my reservation to be canceled. That's right. He said he's going to prepare a place for me. For me. That where he is, I could be also. Ain't nothing in this world. Ain't nothing on this earth worth me passing up and missing heaven over. No husband, no wife, no child, nobody. Nobody. Nothing. Get yourself right today. Come on back home. Get back connected and let God work in your life. What's our song? 593. 593 is our invitation song. Let us together stand and let us sing. There's a fire.